Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Lock it down. When I definitely want to get your cell number, so when I come out there, man, we can connect. Okay. Yeah, please. Because I'll be out there. Because uh, I manage Stephen A. Smith, and he's hosting. Uh, he's hosting uh, 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 Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy you Kimmel. would say Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, that's my man. That's uh, that's my that's my that's one of my my man I represent. I mean, I watch, I watch first take. I watch first take every day, so okay. I, so I I'm, I'm gonna like, invite you out. <laughs> I'm gonna invite you out to the taping. He's taping August 25th in uh 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 in Los Angeles, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna invite you out so you can meet him. Okay, so put August 25th on your calendar. Jimmy Kimmel, yes, sir. Jimmy Kimmel, we're gonna talk, man. We, we're gonna connect. All right, let's rock and roll. Right. They pointed at me, said, "Let's get started." Good. Cool. This meeting is being recorded. Big time, man. You know, this is my show, man. Yeah, you know, you see all the equity too to be on that. You see all the stars, man. You're on the show now, Ryan. You're on the show, brother. You're on my show now, baby. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored, Sean. Cool. And five, four, three, two, one, action. Uh, welcome to Money Making Conversation. As you know, I am the host, Rashawn McDonald. I always tell people every episode, it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and actually start writing your own. And we are people, people always always talk about gifts and passions. And I tell you, if you got a gift, leave with your gift and don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. My interviews I do on Money Making Conversations are with celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest, I like to believe is an industry decision maker. He makes change. His name is Ryan Morgan. While being a Rested on that on the bank floor, and I've been to those banks in LA. LA is one of the biggest bank. They call LA bank robber capital, bank robbery capital. Ryan promised himself while he was laying there, this was not the end of his story. When he got out of the prison in his mid twenties, Ryan had a plan. He attended Laney College in Oakland, then went on to play football at the prestigious University of San Diego under my man who's now the Michigan head coach, Jim Harbaugh, before receiving his MBA from Concordia University. Since then, Ryan has spent the last 12 years in the alcohol beverage industry while working for two of the largest suppliers on the globe, where he has mostly recently, for net sales himself, Ryan Morgan, $34 million. He invests at least 10% of his profits to the Watts community through his nonprofit and partners. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations. For the first time, we're definitely going to reconnect when I go out in L.A., Ryan Morgan. How you doing, Ryan? I'm fantastic, man. Pleasure to be here, Rashawn. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, you know, uh, it, there's always a journey. You know, I, I come from the inner city, and I always uh, tell people that, you know, mistakes are left and right decisions. You know, you go left, this is a decision, you go right. Nobody just can stand in the middle and just live your life. You got to make a decision. And sometimes the decision we make can call, come with consequences, good and bad. You know, uh, yeah. I, I know that uh, I look back at my college life and I, I did some silly things that if the, if, the, if the right people would have caught me, I probably would have had a different record. 
but the right people didn't catch me, and I was fortunate and blessed. In your situation, you participated in a bank robbery, which led to you being arrested. Tell us about that journey, because so many of our African-American youth get in these bad situations and unfortunately can't come out of it. They don't have mentors who help them get out of that or write them along the way. And that is part of your story. But let's go back to the beginning uh, that led to that point where you were arrested for robbing a bank or attempting to rob a bank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Rashawn, I just want to say, like, to your point, we, there's a saying in, in the neighborhood that if you knew better, you would do better. Yes. And that speaks to, uh, I think, a lot of talented black men and women, uh, black and brown men and women coming from inner cities. Uh, just a, a lack of um, opportunity, a lack of know-how, a lack of uh, the right channels uh, for success. So if you knew better, you would do better. So I think my story reflects that. Uh, yeah, so this is 1996. Um, Two weeks after my 19th birthday uh, in that summer, it was just uh, one year out of high school and kind of this uh, inner city, uh, started out inner city, typical story, kind of one foot uh, in the neighborhood, um, one foot in sports. Uh, so by the time that I graduated high school, you know, I was knee deep and gang banging and selling drugs and whatever way to hustle to make money. And so I find myself you know, two weeks before I turned 19 on the floor of a bank, uh, we attempted to rob. And right then and there, you know, with the guns to my head and the police, I just kind of saw my life kind of flash before my eyes. Um, and it's had this kind of sick feeling like this can't be it. Like my, I knew there was more in me and I wanted more for myself. I, I knew, you know, my family wanted more for me. And so I promised myself that I was going to make this story. I was going to make this you know, lemons turn into lemonade, and this wasn't going to be the end of my legacy. But uh, but in the process of making that decision, you know, your decision that you made on that being on the floor came with consequences. So that you mm. couldn't control, okay? And also uh, right. unknown, because you're about to go in an environment that's pretty intimidating. So two things I got to ask you. Being that you was tied to sports, that was an avenue of positivity. But then the gang banking, because I want to get a clear understanding, because mm -hmm. I've never participated in the gang. What attracted mm -hmm. you to the gang participation and what held you in that position to be in a position where you were robbing a bank? Yeah. So um, and it, my story kind of weaves into why I'm in the watch community now. And yes, it, it's it's a story of generational kind of cycling passing down. So. Um, I grew up in San Bernardino, which is uh, inner city, much like Watts or Oakland, a lot of projects, a lot of poverty and therefore a lot of the gangs. And so my uncles were involved in it. Right. And, the, you know, I'm looking up to them and it's just in that inner city environment back then. It's getting better now, but it, we still have work to do. A lot of the male role models were individuals involved in gangs or drugs or some type of criminal activity. And as a young boy. You're looking up and seeing that as an example of what manhood is. There's a miseducation. Right. And so you fall in those steps and you have a work mentality thinking that, okay, to be a real man, I got to do X, Y, and Z, following the example of these basically criminals. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it was real easy to, to get pulled into. Um, you, you, you feel like when you're in the inner city and it's, in a, it's a misconception and, and this is what we're trying to expose that to bring truth and light. But you feel like you have limited options to where either to make money, I got to play sports or I got to do some illegal and hustle because I don't have another realistic avenue for me to help get out of this poverty uh, and this hardship in this inner city. 
And so I, I bit into that lie. And, and <laughs> so that was why I had one foot in sports, um, which is was typical for a lot of males in, in the inner city. And then you got that pool, you're in your environment, you're surrounded. And so I'm getting pulled by my environment to do that. And so that was that duality uh, where I found myself, you know, on that, on that bank floor. And it wasn't the first time, you know, we had, I had done something illegal. So it was like a buildup. A peak and oh, absolutely. Save my life. I, the way and I'm I'm not, the reason, I, the reason I'm not Ryan, you know, you know, I'm not putting you on um, Front Street. We're just telling the story about that moment yeah, because, absolutely. like I said, we all have a journey to get to that that compromising moment where you understand that this is not the direction I can continue to live my life. But I also want that people know that mm-hmm. you can recover, you can make change because so many people, when they mm-hmm. make mistakes, they let that mistake overwhelm them. They make that mistake, prevent their dreams from happening because they feel that I can't recover. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring Ryan on the show was show that he's one of the many examples of people who have been roadblocked, who have been positioned in a high state of negativity, but they were they were they were able to come out of it by setting a plan in place. Because you just can't dream your way mm-hmm. out of it. You have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. And that plan, when you got into prison, because you were in prison, how did that start leading into the direction of getting back into athletics? And how did you stay in shape? Mm-hmm. Because when you came out, you attended Laney College in Oakland. Yeah. Uh, for me, education was big. And uh, I, I believe that to this day, it's part of our three pillars um, with aqua equity, community, uh, environment, and education. And that doesn't mean you have to get the education from college. Uh, that's the route I went. But um, knowledge and, and education is going to help open up a lot of opportunities and avenues, open up your mind right. and help you make better choices and help you understand why you uh, where you're at and why. Uh, so uh, fortunately, in, in the federal prison system that I was in, they offered uh, college courses, uh, continuing adult. Uh, courses, adult education courses. So I took advantage. Um, I wanted to, I've always been a curious mind and it just, I'm thankful that it kind of clicked early um, when I was in prison, that education was going to help me turn my life around. So I I took every college course, every adult continuing education course available. They had uh, courses in finance, Spanish, heating, ventilation, air conditioning. I took whatever I can get my hands on. I ended up leaving uh, federal prison with probably like nine college credits that actually uh, applied towards my degree. Wow. Now, this, but the, the, now that next conversation of transitioning, because there was, God gave you a natural talent that was sports. And I say natural talent because you was able to build on that, which led to you playing yeah. college football at the University of San Diego. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to miss any steps yeah. in this conversation because we all know in a journey is never overnight. I always tell people, you go to Hollywood, you see a person on TV or see them in a the movie. Believe me, they just didn't walk to Hollywood and get cast. You know, there's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of frustration. Talk about that rejection. Yeah. Talk about that frustration and talk about people holding your past against you and preventing you from mm-hmm. living a positive future. Yeah. Uh, well, I had when I was in prison, I went there right after high school and I, I was a talented football player in high school. Um, I could enter scholarship if I wouldn't have went the criminal route. But so I had these dreams about playing football right. while I was in prison all the time. It was like haunting me. And I knew if I didn't go out there and, and play after I got out at 25, that it was going to bother me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And it was tied into my educational uh, journey. So um, I actually was going to junior college for about a year uh, doing um, fitness training and, you know, had the physique. So I got recruited just walking on campus, you know, to my classes. And uh, 
thank God I did. So I played for, for Laney College. Uh, Coach Beam, they just did a Netflix uh, special uh, on uh, Laney College, Coach mm-hmm. Beam. So it was his first year there. And um, I caught the attention uh, with Coach Harbaugh. It was his second year at University of San Diego, and mm-hmm. it was one of the best decisions of my life. Um, thankfully, I was focused on my uh, studies. I had a 3.66. It's a prestigious university, so you got to have great grades to get right. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they accepted me, and um, I got my degree in, in marketing. And it, it really just set my path straight. I mean, the connections I made, um, you know, what I learned there, and then the, um, just the opportunities that it opened up for me were incredible. You know, you was there with uh, was quarterback Josh Johnson. Was you there when he was there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my boy. Yep, out of West Oakland. Absolutely, Marshawn Lynch's cousin. Oh yeah, you know, my whole thing is that when I look at the opportunities that that come your way, and uh, I'm excited about you, the dreams, and then the fact that see, I like you because you're a good looking guy. And, and so, you know, and I just try to be the good looking guy. I'll take that. Oh, yeah, you know you're a good looking guy. Come thank on now. You know, you like you said, you walked on campus. They knew you was they knew you were physically fit. I walk on campus, they said, What class, sir? What class? <laughs> they asked you, hey well, man, what team yes. you on? It's interesting, Rashad, you say that because you know, University of San Diego, you might not know this. I mean, it's 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 not a diverse uh campus. No, it's Most not. of the black and brown people that go there are playing sports. <laughs> you know, I'm just being real. So uh, when I got there, you know, I'm yoked up big. Um, you know, I was 28, uh, 27, 28 when I got to University of San Diego. So I was always looked at like this. Like I, there was a story in a, uh, like, you know, about me and a, a mystique. So I think the word got out like we got this guy on campus who did a bid in prison, and, yeah. you know, from the hood. So I was kind of like they called me OG, triple OG around campus. So people kind of <laughs> knew me before I knew them, just, you know. <laughs> it was rare for somebody to be on that campus with my background, for sure. Well, the, 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 that, that's what we always talk about, background, Ryan. You know, we talk about the future now, you know, aqua equity, equity yeah. you know, water. You know, I, we, we know California's on, you know, is a, is a heat wave going on. Let me ask you this, first of all. When you, when you see the heat wave, does that mean revenue in your mind? You know, is, are people going to be drinking water? How do you treat weather in your in your I, line of business? How do you treat weather in your line I of business? I need a transition because I see heat wave. I think my air conditioning bill is going to be sky high. <laughs> <That's what> I, <laughs> I need a transition, but you're right. Uh, uh, with the heat wave, so we have a unique route to market and, yes, and kind of customer base. Um, mm-hmm. Being that we launched our product in March 2020, right at the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We had to pivot on how we were going to get uh, our route to market and our points of distribution. Uh, so we changed from going the traditional retail route to focus on corporate customers um, just by, you know, being in Watts and, and uh, contributing to the community outreach programs. We uh, caught the attention and the word of mouth got out to several producers, um, directors um, in the Hollywood industry. Melina Masukis. Um, being one of the first and she's awesome she got us into warner media studios um so we're official vendor and they're uh, a great customer uh but we're picking up corporate customers like kaiser permanente mm-hmm. uh, gm cadillac mm-hmm. and we're able to sell them larger quantities um and have them as a longer uh long-term customer right uh, as opposed to a retail customer they they support our mission and the mm-hmm. uh, community outreach we do so you won't see us in a traditional uh, retail store as much. Um, mm-hmm. We sell mostly uh, online to 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 our uh, our customers. Um, 
our residential customers, right. but our main focus is our corporate customers because they got the money to help support these these projects and, and the mission that we have. Aqua equity, you know, is water. That's what, you know, it, it always amazes me that, you know, you have all, you can go in the store, you see all these different bottled brands of water. We're just talking about water in general. Mm-hmm. What, what differentiates water from just yeah. tap water? What, what to educate us on the whole water process for us, Ryan? Right, right. No, great question. Uh, so it all depends on your water source. Uh, obviously, certain parts of the country are going to have better uh, natural water sources, whether that's a spring or right. underground water table. Um, so what we have is two offerings. We have a Pure Mountain Spring Water out of Tiger, Georgia, um, that has some of the best smoothest tasting spring water in California. A lot of people are apprehensive about spring water. So uh, we were very careful on and picking the right one. And then we have an electrolyte in, enhanced water. What that means is the water is uh, purified through uh, reverse osmosis. And then we add calcium, magnesium, and potassium mm-hmm. uh, for the electrolytes to keep you hydrated um, or rehydrated faster. So those are our two main offerings. Um, and I mean, it's very simple. You, you know, raise up a great point you know you can get water from a tap but so what we say is that we're not really selling water we're, we're selling the good works and the mission uh that we do and bringing people bringing our customers in that can't physically be there to be a part of it well that's um, important i'm talking to ryan morgan you know aqua equity is his line of business you know but his company operates on three pillars and we're going to talk about those three pillars one is community one is environment and one is education now it's always important to have a direction and you're motivated by your past to have a brighter future and i want to go immediately down to one we and continue that conversation because i think education has changed my life you know if i didn't have an education then i wouldn't have direction in life so i always tell people if just go to college just go to college for the experience because unlike high school you have options in college you know you don't have to take a course if just because that's part of the curriculum for you being a junior senior or a freshman in college in high school so college have impacted you educationally talk about that and then talk about why it's one of the pillars with your watch community core yeah uh, absolutely thank you so, you know, college was one of the best experiences of my life, not only because of the knowledge and education, but the connections. And two of my co-founders um, I met in college. We played football together at University of San Diego. Um, and part of that was that bonding experience created in college. So, yeah, I do recommend uh, individuals to seek out a college um, that, that's accessible and, and, you know, that you don't have to go into debt for uh, and get that education. You have a great experience. Um, so, you know, our three pillars, community, um, environment, education, the education piece is huge because, um, I realize how it, it can change your life. And a right. lot of people in the inner city that we deal with, they still don't know. Um, and so we want to open up opportunities, which education can do, um, and spark the next generation of innovators and entrepreneurs coming out of uh, the WASC community. And, you know, we, we have an entrepreneur training program to do that, that we work with our nonprofit partner. Uh, so it's actually great foundation. Um, they are um, connected to the uh, L.A. City Mayor's Office. Uh, so great foundation. They operate in uh, 32 locations and then they have a, um, a STEM lab in the Nickerson Garden Housing uh, Development, which is the largest housing development west of the Mississippi, largest in the state. 
And so at that STEM lab, uh, we have an entrepreneur training program that is, is essentially a college course where you're going to get the fundamentals of entrepreneurship. Um, you're going to build out a pitch deck for your business idea. Uh, you're going to get that uh, practice of elevator pitching, right. pitching in front of a panel. And then we, we have basically a grant award for the top three students to help them get started on their entrepreneur journey. 3000 for first place, 2000 for second, and 1000 for for third place. We bring in uh, guest entrepreneurs every class to to share their experience and their best practices so that our students can get different perspectives and they can take from each entrepreneur and weave that into their own business uh, plan and mindset. I'm going to ask you this. Like the, I've seen that the... Uh the entrepreneur training program is in Watts. It's at the Nickerson Garden STEM Lab. Uh, Saturdays mm-hmm. only on Saturdays. I know you have Zoom and you have Saturdays. Because uh, I love the I love the you know talk for you or be one of your mentors or be one of the people you like to invite in and talk because that's part of my my mantra. It's part of my give back. You know, it's time. You know, God is giving me an awesome. uh, ability to live a long life. I have to give back these gifts and share it with somebody. Mm-hmm. So you can you can pencil me in or ink me in or Zarisha, and I'm holding you to it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to love it. I'm going to hold you to that for sure. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I definitely want to yeah. do that, you know, because like I said, uh, I know that uh, L.A. was important in my life. I, I lived there from 1990 to 2005. I know the impact that Steve mm-hmm. Harvey and I had on radio in the community. You know, when I hear, when I see Nickerson Gardens, man, it brings back so many memories because those are legendary uh, 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 locations, housing locations in this mm-hmm. country. You know, you start mm-hmm. talking about you, Nickerson Garden, you go, wow, you know. But I have to ask this question here because of the fact that this is what happens when you stay in the neighborhood so too long. Now, it was a core group of people that you gang bang with. You know, some of them probably got arrested with you when you was on the floor of that bank way back in the day when you was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Any relationship mm-hmm. now? Or do you know where they're at? Or as like all lives that live that life, it's been cut short? No, I mean, well, one, you know, one of them was my family member. Uh, mm-hmm. So he did time, too. He got caught up later on uh, mm-hmm. in the state and did some time. And, you know, he's out and successful in his own right. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's got his own story to tell. But um, so, yeah, we keep tabs. And then uh, another one uh, went off later on to prison, state prison for something else and got out. And, you know, he's got a family and three mm-hmm. kids. So, you know, he's got a, a great life too. So there's some, some kind of beauty um, yes. for those ashes right there. Yeah. I, um, Cause I just want to bring no, that up. I don't, I don't, uh, what's that, Rashawn? I said, I just want to bring that up because there's a journey, you know, you share those journeys with individuals and just, you know, that, what I'm just trying to get out of your story, Ryan, of course, you know, the aqua equity is that, your your story is told so many different ways by so many different people who don't look like you, but share their same path. You know, I can tell my inner city mm-hmm. path. But again, when you mm-hmm. when you hear negativity, there's some positivity come out of it. Now, I, I wanted to explain to people that you know we just was just we didn't have the mentors, we didn't have the tools, we didn't have the environment. But wow, if we'd have had that same opportunity that other people are being blessed with, guess who we could have been. We know we could have been yeah, absolutely. We could have been Barack Obama. You know, we could have been yeah. the Reginald Lewis's of the world. You know, we could have been all these great people, and you are still great people. Nelson Mandela's, yeah, absolutely. And so that that that's why it's important. In this interview, when I do interviews with individuals like that, I'm, it's your inspiration to me because I know I know who I am. I know what I am capable of doing. I know I'm capable of doing because people stop me, Ryan. They stop me. They say, Richard, I don't do that. 
They were mad at me when I when I when I didn't follow the path of greatness that they saw in me, which is often mm-hmm. frustration frustrating because that path that they want you to travel is kind of hard. It's kind of hard. <laughs> and it takes a little yeah. discipline to be involved in that. And that's why I want to go back into the environment conversation because the environment mm-hmm. really is how you package your water because that's a path. You got to follow rules. And a lot mm-hmm. of times when you're following rules, it can lead to frustration, especially when you're trying to build your business model. And one of the second pillars mm-hmm. in that we talked about education is environment. And then we're going to roll it up and talk about the community, how you're giving back. But I thought it was really important to tell your story, man. Not only the journey, but what you're doing now and how through just structured thought process, you turn around not only your life, but the community of Watts. Let's talk about environment. Yeah, I mean, so the environment piece, uh, I talk about it two ways. You know, first with our packaging. Uh, so you kind of see the bottle behind me, uh, aluminum bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, we, especially in California, the single use plastic is a big issue. And so we didn't want to contribute to a problem. We, we wanted to help alleviate the problem. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of, uh, bottled waters pra- uh, packaged in reusable aluminum, uh, recyclable aluminum. So we went that w- way to kind of start a trend and, and be f- first movers, uh, in this category. But we felt it was real important to us that our packaging being aligned with, uh, you know, where our heart is, is to take care of the community and the environment. So, and then the other piece of the environment is um, me showing up to the Watts environment, to other communities in that environment um, and telling my story so that other kids or even adults that have made mistakes realize it, it's not over. It doesn't matter uh, what happened yesterday. Pick yourself up, be determined to, to, to keep grinding, to keep working towards your goals mm-hmm. um, and, and you'll get there. People will help, will help you. Um, but a lot of it is a mindset shift and that's what we're trying to spark is uh, that mindset shift and, and open up their kind of um, thought process uh, mm-hmm. to different opportunities instead of the traditional current environmental opportunities that are a cycle to prison or death. Right. Now, the last one is community, you know, because we know it's really how you've overcome a lot of things in life. Dream, dream, sometimes because the pandemic could have been a dream killer because you started this whole concept in March of uh, 2020. And then in 2021, mm-hmm. you acquired several corporate cu- customers such as Warner Media, Kaiser Permanente, General Motors Corporation. And these are like these are what we like to call Fortune 500 companies. OK, which yeah. every time that logo appears on the website that you have, it brings more credibility. But it's, the bottom line is the community made you, it raised you, mm-hmm. now you're giving back to it. Talk to us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, absolutely. And, you know, I, I love San Bernardino. I love Watts and, and Oakland and Flint and <laughs> these other black and brown cities, inner cities. I ain't even been there. And I can say that because there's so many parallels. When I was in federal prison, I got to be locked up around brothers, you know, black and brown brothers from all over the country. And I realized that, you know, we pretty much going through the same struggles um, and ghettos were designed, right? So it's not a surprise now to learn that there's some of the same struggles going on in Watts that are in Oakland, that are in Cleveland, that are in Detroit, that are in Atlanta. So anyways, um, community, I, I, I love the resilience of the people in those communities, um, uh, their mindset, you know, how they find joy and happiness with, you know, 
very, very little uh, resources compared to, you know, what they're aware of around them. So I love that resilience and that, that fight and that people. So I'm, I'm there with them to encourage them, to, to help them and to, to show them a way. Um, there's other leaders in there I need to give a shout out to. You know, I'm the one here on this interview, but people in the community that have been there for 10, 20, 30 years, individuals like Donnie Jobert, uh, Brandon Celine Bailey, Sticks. Um, he just got the key to the city in L.A. But they've been doing you know, major positive good works in the Watts community uh, long before I got there. And me connecting in Aqua Equity, my co-founders, I got Brandon SB, JT Rogan, Crystal Jackson. <clears throat> I couldn't do it without a team. So us connecting with individuals like Donnie Jobert and Brandon Sleen Bailey Sticks that are already um, in the community doing good works, it, it made it possible for us to basically be the the fuel, you know, or, or, or the turbo to, right. to, to, to their engine. So that's a big part of the community is finding a, a team and people that are like-minded with the synergy to work together to solve problems. Well, Aqua Equity, since April of 2020, have donated over $20,000 in cases of water to food drives and various nonprofits. You're making a difference, Ryan Morgan. I got to see you soon, man. And again, I want to step up my part. I want to be there speaking to the students, these young people, these young adults, and let them know that, hey, man, I'm not special. Uh, What I did was uh, I followed the rules of life, which means you have to work hard, plan hard, and have a dream based on reality. And you live so many different dreams, sir. And uh, and, and you've been so successful with so many different dreams that have come your way. I wish you continuous success, and I will be seeing you because I promise you when my man Stephen A. Smith come to L.A., you will be meeting him, okay? Uh, all right, Rashawn, I look forward to meeting you in person, man, and having you out there with us with these good works, brother. Come on, man. L.A. my town. Wear that, don't wear that suit, though. I don't want to see you sweat that suit out, man. Hey, 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 don't worry about that, man. Tone don't, it, down. it won't be just this suit here. Okay, don't, don't act like I got just one suit now. <laughs> we got to have you roll up the sleeves when you come out. <laughs> I, th- I appreciate you, Ryan, man. Stay strong, all man. Right. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on Money Making Conversations, okay? If you want to see any of my interviews or hear any of my interviews on Money Making Conversations, please go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.